is the VO Life, positive conversations about living the voiceover life, insight into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO, from the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO Life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and welcome back to another episode of The VO Life, here with Troy Holden, your blue-collar voice of choice, your southern redneck gringo, or whatever else you'd like to call me. Today's episode's going to be another one of those that's a little all over the place. We've had some uh, interviews lately, and this one, we're going to talk a little about VO bingo and voiceover bingo. And I want to thank Brad Grahowski for the bingo card. He started the idea and that got the ball rolling. And after a couple of recent interviews, I said, it's time we do this. And let me throw out a disclaimer before I get started, because a few people are going to say you're being negative and are critical, and I'm not being that way. I'm going to be a little more honest than I would typically be because I'm sitting in a room talking to myself and I don't have to have someone throwing it back at me. So uh, advantage Troy right now. Uh, So I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to start out with Brad's card. And this came from some frustrations that a few of us had. We were having a discussion a few weeks ago that we are, you know, it gets so tiring as and I do not mean this as a, uh, a slam against new people because I'm still new myself. But the slam is stop asking the same questions over and over and over. Go up in the search bar and search those questions and find those answers on your own. You're not entitled. Uh, those of us that had to dig and search for all this stuff, we had to dig and search. So you need to dig and search. Um, And this is about some of those questions. My favorite one is, how do I get started? Uh, let, Let me preface that by saying this. Do not sign up for Upwork or Fiverr or Voices123 or Voices.com. Don't sign up for anything until you are validated by a lot of people that you know what you're doing. So here's how you get started. Start watching YouTube videos. Start getting in these groups and don't ask. Just read. Stalk the groups. It's okay to be a stalker. You don't have to participate, but if you'll stand there and you'll read and read and read and read and watch and listen to to Anthony Pica, listen to Bill DeWeese, listen to lots of people who can help you, uh, listen to podcasts, whatever you got to do, and then you'll, you'll probably be ready to get started and you'll know how. But there's no magic answer. We can't tell you that. Then the other one is, where do I get scripts for my demo? Folks, there's commercials on the radio and TV all day, every day. Take those commercials, transcribe them, change the names, uh, take the brand names out if you wish. I do that a lot and use them. It's really easy. But that question comes up every day. 
Um, what's the other one? Uh, how do I soundproof my booth? You're not going to soundproof your booth. You can't soundproof it unless you put up double layered concrete block and three layers of rock wool on the inside and you're underground in a basement. It's very hard to quote unquote soundproof. You can sound treat your room. You need to treat your room just as I've treated mine. And you can figure that out with the moving blankets and the foam like we all have. And you'll find reflective surfaces and you'll fix them. But that question comes up over and over and over. Hey, how many times have you also seen uh, this one? Where can I get background music? Oh, my goodness. Which mic should I buy? Which doll should I buy? Um, what can I do about mouth noises? Uh, do I need a website? Is it okay to make my own demo? Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, and again, please, those of you that have been around a while, you're laughing right now. You're saying you're right. And, and we asked these questions probably, some of us did, but I'll tell you what I, I, I believed in and, and it worked. I use the search bar a lot. I, I'm going to tell you, I listened and watched so much uh, YouTube and so many videos and podcasts trying to figure this out that I was I just wasn't the person that wanted to come forward. Well, then when I found a couple of mentors or a couple of uh, buddies that we could all discuss things back and forth and kick things back and forth, it got easier. So that's that's the part two. The part two of it is. If you can get some voiceover friends and you can bounce this off each other, you're not driving all these people crazy in these groups. And you don't want to drive them crazy because you do need these folks for info. You do need them for support. Um, uh, some of the other things um, that you hear about is, uh, you know, what what is the order in doing things? And I've been preaching that on here forever. Uh, get your space right. Get coaching. You know, you got to have some kind of gear to start with. But don't go out and open accounts or do anything until you're ready. You really need a decent self-made demo to go out on Fiverr and to be on Upwork because people are going to want samples. And those samples need to be pretty darn good because it's pretty darn competitive out there. Believe me, I know how competitive it is. I'm fighting every month to get what I get, and uh, it's not uh, always a party. It's just not. Now, if you've done all these things, you have wrestled through all these things, you feel like I have done what I need to do to get there, I'm ready to start recording things and doing things, do that and get peer feedback. And some, you know, some peers will give you good feedback and some will give you the, wow, that sounds really great. Sorry, you're going to get that, but sometimes it's not the truth. And uh, you just heard recently on the interview with, with Mike Vincent, um, there's a lot of very weak demos out there. There are a lot of very sing-songy demos. A lot of uh, people who have five spots and they're all in the same cadence. They're all in the same tone. There's no variety. You might get a little work. You'll get some of that $5 basement dweller. We're going to milk you for two weeks for revisions work. And if you want to continue to get that type of work, okay. But let me recommend to you that you get a good strong demo that will get you out of the shoot. Because if you come out of the shoot with some, um, with some momentum 
and you bang a few orders out quick, highly recommend, and, and this is not off of what I learned from my own experience, but I highly recommend as quickly as you can inch your prices up and get out of the basement as fast as you can. And apparently Mike was a good example of that. He was able to inch his prices up and keep them up. But a strong demo and a good product will give you that. Um, go to these mock auditions that are out there in these workshops that VO folks have because you need feedback from people that know that have done this for years because let's just let's just throw that bottom line out there nobody wants to hear you might not be good enough at it and i'm you know i'm uh, this is where somebody's going to get mad and i'm i'm going to apologize but i'm not going to apologize so uh, let me circle it back to this you go to different places and spend your money. You go to the ones you like for a reason, because you get good service, you get good product, and you go back. You don't go back to the ones that give you less than that. So believe me, clients are not going to go back to you. They're not going to spread the word of how good you are if you're not. So if you're not getting the repeat business, and you're struggling and you're having a lot of trouble and you've had the coaching and you're doing these things, maybe you're not cut out for this, you know? And and here I am after um, a little over a year, I'm not sure I'm cut out for it at times. I've had some good breaks. I've had some good fortune, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be here long term. I want to be. I want to do this for several, several years. I hope I can. But on the other hand, I am not blind to the fact that I am still green as a gourd, as we say here in the Tennessee Hills. I've got much left to learn. I've got much left to give to get there. And uh, yes, it is ebb and flow. Yes, it's hot and cold. Um, And do I want to be on these platforms forever? Absolutely not. You know, I want to pay my dues, and that's the only way I know to pay them. It's the only way I know to learn. Uh, Yeah, you can learn on the side at home, and you can get all these uh, scripts and learn to read them and and practice, practice, and whatever. I hope you're practicing the right way. But unless you're getting feedback from buyers, and, and once you move up the stairs a little bit and you're getting feedback from more critical buyers, um, yeah, I don't know that it does you that much good to do that. That's why it does come a time when you do need to get on the platforms. You do need to get out there and do your sweat your tail off for uh, the reviews because that's what you're going to do. So if that's part of this bingo game and you've only got BI and uh, it's getting tough to get NGO, <laughs> I don't know another way to put it. Um you know, it may be time to uh, fold your card and go home. And, uh, you know, it's tough. It's like any business. It's tough. Let me compare it to something very not similar. Let me compare it to real estate. And and the reason I'm going to do that is a lot of people every year are going to get their real estate license. And I'm a person that did that way back in 1984. Uh, I went and got my real estate license, and then in the er- very early 90s, I got a broker's license. 
I was not a salesperson. I was not really good at it. I loved real estate. I liked the, you know, working with people on putting their house on the market and all that, but I wasn't a salesperson. Um, had I stuck with that, I think I probably could have eventually managed a real estate uh, office, maybe a larger one. But what happened was I put it on the back burner and, and I wasn't that great at it. Now, an opportunity came to me much later in life to open a real estate company because another one was having a lot of trouble and they had a lot of rental property and I was managing and doing a lot of the maintenance on the rental properties. And a couple of the owners came to me and said, we know you have a broker's license. If you'll open, we'll put all these properties with you and help you get going. And it was enough that it made sense. I mean, we're talking 25, 30 rentals that were renting from 800 to 1,000 a month. That's 30 grand a month coming in. And at 10%, that's 3,000 a month. And I got 10%. Plus, I would mow the grass on some of them. I would do some different things. And I managed them and did well. A year and a half, two years later, I sold that company because it had built up to where I couldn't run it and work my other job. It had over 95 rentals, and that was because it was management of that. That was the part I liked. Now, everybody and anybody couldn't be a realtor. I couldn't. I had to give that up. I failed at it. And you know what I did after I sold that company? I went ahead and retired my real estate license because I knew selling real estate was not for me and I was not going to open another company. I would, you know, continue to work in my regular job. Voiceover can be the same way. You might be top notch at mixing and producing. You, maybe you should be doing demos for people. Uh, you might be top notch at writing copy. But then again, it, it, there may be nothing about all of this that works for you. I don't know. I'm not trying to pick on anybody. But let me just say, this is not a get-rich-quick thing. It's not anything that's easy. And even if you learn, 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 it doesn't mean you're going to make it because you have to have some God-given ability to take what's on that paper and deliver it. And it's not easy. And I started out, I couldn't do it that well. But I went and got the coaching and figured out, yes, I can do this and I can do it almost naturally, as long as I get a little direction from, from who wants that job done. Now, a lot of the direction we get when we're on these platforms is terrible. You know, it's terrible. And we deliver and they go, well, that's not what I wanted. It sounds like this. And, and I've heard a lot of people lately saying, you sound like an AI. You're too robotic. I, I don't think I've ever had anybody come back and say that. I've had them say, I was a little too fast. My pace was too fast. Uh, I've had them say, I want you to be more gravelly. I want you to sound older. Um, I want you to slow down or I want you to speed up. You know, this is a, uh, you know, I want to get this in two minutes instead of two minutes and 18 seconds, you know, and, and that's fine. I don't have any problems with that kind of direction. But what I really like is when you're reading and they say, well, now would you do it like this and just really, really pull it back, just relax and just, you know, say it like you're talking to your grandma, you know, and, and, and that's, you know, we get a lot of that. If you're, if you struggle reacting to that and you're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth with your client, and, and especially if you're doing some live direction and you're struggling with it, ooh, I don't know what to tell you. It's going to be hard. And, and on the other hand, if you don't like taking that direction, you can't take it well and be highly cordial and highly... Um, uh, a nice person about it, 
it's going to be really tough for you. It's, it's just going to be tough. And, and I don't mean to be, I don't want this to be the Debbie Downer episode. And that may be what we name it is bingo Debbie Downer. I don't know, but, um, I don't want to, inc- and, and let me, let me say this for, for all of us listening that give that feedback to other people. Okay. Let's be truthful from here on out and honest. You're, if you're putting yourself out there for an opinion, you're going to get one and you should get the opinion that person actually has, not one that they don't want to hurt your feelings. They should be honest. Hey, your cadence is the same in all five of your spots. To me, they all sound the same. I know you did an insurance spot for empathy and you did a car spot, but they all sound and feel the same. Your, your demo should be a roller coaster unless it's a specific demo, but your commercial mix demo needs to be a roller coaster. It needs to go up and down. And that if people are not asking for the first spot in your demo in a lot of your reads, then you got the wrong spot in the first spot. What are they asking? Are they asking for the third spot? Then you need to move that to the front because you might get more business. But if they're not mentioning your demo at all, and when you ask, was there something in my demo? Do you want me to read it that way? And they say, uh, no, just, just do, just do what you can. There's another sign. And, and again, not being negative, not being negative. Guys, I'm not. I'm just saying we could all save ourselves a lot of time and trouble if we'll be honest in the feedback with people. Get them offline. You don't have to tell them in a group. Send them a private message and say, hey, I want to give you some real, true, honest feedback based on my experience and what I know in being in voiceover. I want to give you my honest feedback. And what you can do from there is be, you know, be, you'll make a friend probably because nobody else a lot of times will tell people the absolute truth. And it's hard. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of meanness in this, in this episode. I'm not trying to discourage people from asking questions. I'm not trying to discourage you from being in these groups and, and putting things out there. I am encouraging you to first and foremost before you ask, do a little research because somebody's already looked for that and somebody's already asked. And if you'll put it up there in the search bar, you'll probably find it. And I do not mean it critical when I'm saying you're not entitled to, for somebody to just give you all the answers, but dadgummit, work for it like everybody else has. You don't learn things when everything's handed to you. It's just like a spoiled child. They, they can't go out and make a living if they've had everything handed to them. They can't go out and work if they don't know how to work. You can't go out and do this if you don't do the work and dig in the ditch and figure out all the things you need to figure out to get where you need to go. And it's as simple as that. I'm not on a rocket ship. Uh, I know there are some people who think maybe because I'm doing a podcast and I've got a page that I'm extremely successful in voiceover. Hey, guys, I'm struggling just like everybody else. There are many of you out there making way more money a month than I am. I guarantee you. Am I doing it my way? There's the difference. Would I like for it to pick up in certain areas? Sure. But the goals that I have set and the things that I have worked on to say, I want this success here and I want to have this by this date, most of those things are happening. The one thing that is not happening is the one that I have a lot of my mentors telling me, let that go anyway. 
Well, I can't because (laughs) I need the money. I need that money coming in because that's what helps me pay to get better. That will help me pay down the road here in a few months for a really good, maybe a car spot demo, maybe a really good TV promo demo. Yeah, I've got them out there. They're mine. I made them. They're okay. But I'd really like to have one that I know will catch the ear of a guy named Cliff Zellman. He is the guy in in car spots you want to catch his ear. Well, I'd like for him to do my demo, but that's not likely to happen, you know, because that's money I don't have unless these other areas pick up. So I'm in the boat with you guys. I don't want want anybody to think, well, he's got that fancy little logo with his arms crossed and, and uh, you know, he's on Voices.com and he gets these jobs on there and, uh, you know, he signed with an agent. He's got an agent uh, and I am auditioning with them. Gosh, I don't know, the last two weeks, pretty heavy. I haven't gotten a job there yet. And who knows how long that'll take. Uh, Voices.com slowed down for me the last two weeks. Um, I was getting uh, video trailers regularly, have not gotten one in a couple weeks, and I'm auditioning for them. Same stuff I've been auditioning for before. Maybe they just found somebody else that can do it a little better. That's the way this works. Um, yeah, so it's been different. Now, I will say my, my amount per job, and I talked about this a few weeks ago, is way up, and I like that. I would rather do less for more. But on the other hand, I would like to do more for more as well, uh, because I really feel like if I've got those few customers that are coming back and paying those rates, I don't understand why I'm not organically digging up more. So there's there's a little something wrong somewhere, and we'll figure it out, but I'm going to be patient with it. So I want to be encouraging to you. I know this. a lot of this sounded like, uh, like I said, Debbie Downer bingo. I'm not being, not being negative. I'm not being mean, but I want to ask everyone to look at it from every side. Don't be uh, overly optimistic if it's not if it's not meant to be. Um, there are people that I have heard that I think in the back of my mind sometimes they probably shouldn't do this. I'm not going to go and tell them that, but if they send me something and say, what do you think of this? I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I felt really bad the other day when I decided I'm not going to BS people anymore. I had responded to somebody's uh, demo online, and I basically told them, you really need to get some coaching. Um, You know, you really need to do this or that. And I felt bad about it. But their response was, yeah, I know you're right, but I can't afford it right now. So... They were already on Fiverr, they, and they may be getting work. I don't know. I'm not going to name anybody. I'm just saying. I mean, I, 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 I get a few of these a week. So I wanted to, I was trying to encourage them, and their response was very, very good. They said, you're right. I do, but I don't have the money yet. Um, but they're already up on Fiverr. And and my point is, if you're on there, your demo needs to represent you and what you can do now. That one did, but it's got to have a little more variety and it's got to be a little better. You've got to have variety. If, if nothing else, I'm going to give you this free thing that coaches have told me from day one, anybody I've coached with. When you do a demo, there are about five different moods you need to convey in that demo. You need to give them your 
good, a good conversational read, a guy next door, girl next door, whatever you want to call it. You need a good empathetic read. What is an empathy read? Uh, an insurance thing, a hospital thing, uh, you know, whatever you want to call that. Then you need something that might be more of a hard sell, something that is upbeat, uh, a fast food thing, um, uh, whatever you want to call it. And then those other two need to be your throwaways. If, if you're really strong in one area, then maybe one of those two, you, you put two of those really good conversational ones back to back. But those three need to definitely be in there. Uh, you don't want five all-out conversational reads. You don't want four hard sales and one conversational. Mix it up. Uh, mix it up. Wow, can you hear the thunder? It's raining. Ha ha, Tennessee, it's raining. Uh, it is Saturday night, July 31st, by the way, when this is being recorded. So um, um, let me jump right in here on the end. A lot of you know that next week uh, on Tuesday, I'm having uh, some surgery. I'm going to be off the grid for a couple of days. Uh, I'm going to go ahead probably and get this up before that. Uh, I say that to say this, that those of you who are praying people, I would appreciate your prayers this is the third time that I've had abdominal surgery, um, and I'm really hoping this is the time that really corrects some issues I've been having and, and things get better. I used to be, and I still am, a highly energetic person. I work hard. I, I try to do a lot, but uh, I feel like in the last two years, my energy levels and a lot of things have went down. I've been getting iron infusions and I, I'm hoping this correction, and it's not huge, uh, depending on what else they find when they're in there, I'm hoping it's really going to solve some problems. And uh, so keep that in mind. And even if you're not a praying person, positive thoughts, I guess, is what people say these days. Send those my way. I'll take anything I can get that will uh, will help guide that doctor's hands. Um, so listen, again, I'm going to circle back one more time and say you guys know I'm the, probably one of the most positive people in the world. I love to be positive and lift people up, and, and I love to see people do well and and strike out there and do what they're doing. But the bottom line is some of us that get asked, we've got to be truthful. We need to be upfront and frank with people. And if they need coaching, tell them, by God, they need coaching. And if they said they've already had coaching and they've been through 12 hours of coaching and they still don't sound like they should sound, then say, you know, maybe this isn't for you. And uh, and let that be it. And, I, and again, I, I'm sorry, unless this is the the hugest passion you've ever had in your life to be a voiceover artist. I didn't even know what one was uh, up until uh, about two or three years ago. I just thought it was radio people did all the commercials. I didn't know. And, and actors and actresses. But I didn't know you could do just this. Uh, I've always had a passion to use my voice. I've always had a passion. You know, I would have been an actor if I weren't so fat and ugly. I would have loved to have done that. But I didn't have that opportunity, but I've always loved to talk and be in front of people and speak to people and teach, uh, you know, be the guy at work that gives the uh, the quarterly speeches and, and be the one that goes out and helps with the forklift training and engage people. And that's where my background came from. It didn't, you know, and I was, of course, uh, I had a music ministry for years and I've sang all my life. All of those things make you a better voiceover artist because you, you engage people and it's what you do. But if, if this is not a passion for you and it's not going to hurt your feelings to go try something else, and maybe that's what you're doing here. Well, I tried to have a YouTube channel. It didn't work. And I tried to do this and it didn't work. So I'm, I'm going to try voiceover. 
It can't be, I'm going to try a voiceover. It has to be, I love doing this, and I want to do this with all my heart, and, and this, is, this is my passion. And if this is not your passion, and you don't love it and enjoy it, get out. And that's as blunt as I can be, <laughs> and as hateful as I ever want to be. Hey, I do love all you voiceover folks out there. You know I do. I love all of you. Enjoy it. Uh, Thank all of you who have interviewed with me so far. We're going to have more coming up. I've got some more people down that I want to get to. I've got one I especially want to get to, and I just can't figure out how we're going to do it because of the time, um, because he doesn't like to do anything after 5 p.m. or 4 p.m. So, uh, But I'm going to figure this out because I really like this guy. Uh, there's also another gentleman here that lives in my town that is a uh, who does audiobooks, and he's he's quite popular. I'm not going to reveal his name until I talk to him about it, but he recently had some issues and thought he could possibly lose his voice. Well, after he recovers, and he has a podcast as well, I want to talk to him about speaking with me, and uh, I want you to hear from him, and uh, I think you'll enjoy his story as well. Hey, everybody have a good week. Here we are going. We're, we're into August. Uh, it's hotter in Hades here. It won't be long. It'll be September, October. You got to start thinking about your uh, your holiday work you might be wanting to get and, and putting those things out there to get that work. So much to do, so much to be done. And I guess we hit a, a, another lull after the first of the year. I cannot believe it's already the end of July. So that means my first year of voiceover is over. Uh, as far as my full first year, I noticed on my Facebook memories today, it showed me my uh, PVC tent and uh, my uh, computer in there with my Fifine microphone. I, that's a good memory. It's making me smile. Can you hear me smile through the camera? That was how it all started right here in the old hot holding house. We turn the air off because Pappy's got to record. Unplug the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. And it'd get hot in the whole house instead of just hot in the booth. And uh, now here I am in this little room with the portable air conditioner and loving every minute and uh, and just hoping it'll continue to grow. I hope August is a better month for you. If you struggled like I did, I hope we blow it out the rest of the year. And I hope you guys didn't see this as, as Nancy negative. Uh, and I hope uh, you, you, you kind of enjoyed part of it and some of you that were laughing along. Hey, have a great one. We'll see you next time right here on The VO Life. You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you, those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. This has been The VO Life with Troy Holden on Spotify, Apple, Google, and more.